This is Down the Hall Podcast with your hosts, Chet Jobert. It's Black Hawk Down with aliens. What's the problem? Rodney Hart. Oh, definitely would have been Team Jake. Not the vampire. You don't root for a vampire. And if you're lucky, Lyndon Wells. I thought Chet was going to launch into his terrible British accent again. Beer Garden. Beer Garden was pretty spot <laughs> that was on. pretty good. No, he definitely got that. Welcome back to another episode of Down the Hall Podcast. Now, uh, it's been probably a week since maybe you listened to the last episode, if you listen that consistently. However, it's been two days since we recorded the last episode, therefore I am still sick. And uh, Rodney, you can oh, probably... Oh, I get it now. I was I, like, where? why does this matter It matters all? because I actually feel also, worse Lyndon's today. still not here. Well, I would prefer them think that it's been another week and that Lyndon did not decide to commit. Yeah, no, he. it's been a year actually and he still isn't there. So we, we don't know that he's there. actually on the show anymore. Time will tell. But I, I actually, I feel worse than I did uh, before when we were recording last uh, for last episode. Strangely enough, though, you had your medicine. Here I am with my old man drink again. Yeah, so it's doing a great job, as you can tell. Now, without Lyndon, we uh, we didn't feel right doing our normal thing where we would recommend a movie for you to watch, uh, which is really what our show's about. So we thought we'd do another sidestep into something that uh, that's a little bit more freeform, which is... Taking on a topic yet again and doing it in an alley-oop form yet again, yeah. where I give you something, Rado, and you comment on it. Let's face it, gang. It's a lot easier to not prepare, which I've been telling the guys for a really long time. And Rodney, whether we did this type of episode or a movie episode, you're not preparing anyway. No, I'm not preparing. I'm just saying I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm finally winning you over. It's like, have you ever heard the bad apple spoils a whole bunch? Yeah, but I'm prepared right now. Prepared ish, but it's less prepared. It's less work, right? Than we would have done. So we're gonna look at uh, top. Oh, wait, what are we looking at? Ten, you know, ten you, obscure movie you know, facts. It's not these, top ten. The, there are these things it's where just obscure facts. You just treat me like a child sometimes, where you just brush past the things that I say. You don't address them, huh? Are you talking? We're gonna look at obscure movie facts. Ready to do this? I'm hurt. Well, I don't know how you get a podcast, but you should look into it. Yes, of course, it's down the hall. Because I'm psyched. And here we go. Actually, you know what? Hey, what we did say before uh, we get into these movie facts, I did say last episode that I would tell you about this new thing in my life called Purple Day. Yes, this I've is, got some things to tell you, too. This is not an advertisement for anything. It's not like we're advertising for taste. I'm not kind of just like bridging something to then say, oh, this new thing in my life, let me tell you. This is genuinely like an actual thing in my life that is new, that has changed things for me. For the better? Changed we'll things. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. So uh, I, despite, despite me being like a comic book geek at, at times, I've never seen Jessica Jones on Netflix, but I know that. Why? I don't know. I've never Never got into it. You know, I'm bad with shows. I, I told you, you don't I, like, I don't like getting into shows because then I feel behind right away. I just can't do it. Oh, but I think so, in the last episode, we just got, you don't like women either, right? Oh, yeah. Well, that, well, what, yeah That's what, why. What did I say? Have you seen Luke Cage? No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, right. I haven't seen any of those any of those shows on Netflix. Anyway, I do know that there's a character in that show called the Purple Man, and his power is he can tell someone to do something, and he has the power to make them do it, like mentally. Like they'll 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 obey oh, his commands. Oh, he's the villain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen some of Purple it. Man. I've seen some of. Jessica I think Jones. he's called Purple Man. I don't actually. Did you and but, I not watch Jessica Jones? Can I tell you about Purple Day? Can well, I tell you about it? Didn't no, we? No, I never watched it. Okay, no. I definitely saw some of it. Great. So Purple Day is uh, is is Dan, 
uh, Connor, who I wake up every year when September ends. Mm-hmm. I golf with him this morning. Nice. And Dave, uh, who is, you know, it, it, close to both of us. Mm-hmm. We both we both have known Dave for many years. Many, many. Dave, Connor, and Dan, and I have come up with this thing called Purple Day. Okay? And what this is, is once a year, the four of us will be getting together. At which point, I will be given a challenge. No, a command from each of them. As if they were the purple man. And I have to do the thing they tell me to do. And then I also, in turn, get to command each of them. And they get to command each other. We all get to command all three of the other guys. So you all get, like, a... Is it a dare? Have you ever seen seen the show Impractical Jokers? Um, No. It's essentially four guys where they oh yes yes have mm-hmm. like one of them go out into the public and do something yeah. embarrassing like or whatever you've got a double bag that stinks and it's like you, you've got to get somebody to take it yeah like yeah it's something you know just like something that's embarrassing or awkward or whatever um the point of this is to have fun and, and, and have funny memories uh not to have something happen that's disturbing or whatever or dangerous so we have rules in place mm-hmm. i'm not going to go over them but basically they protect against damage of property and you know, funds being transferred and, you know, third parties involvement without consent, all those things. Was it a big legal document? Like, of did, sorts. Someone, did you guys sign it? We're going to scribe it out uh, of sorts. But Purple Day, once a year. Uh, so I need ideas, Rodney, from you, from the listeners. Well, Dan is one of the listeners, and that, so I don't want ideas from him. But the idea is that on Purple Day, because we used to do a lot of hijinks in our past, and mm-hmm. now we're in a different stage of life, we're busier. We don't get to do a lot of the things we did before. This kind of keeps You're older, the ye- spirit of that going Yeah, year after year after year. Purple Day, man. It's going to change my life for the better or for worse. I don't know, it, but it's happening. It's and gonna, it's, uh, you're sure it's going to change your life and you just don't know if it's for the better or for worse, I don't but you're know excited. If it's good or bad. I'm, I, I, will, I would be lying if I said I wasn't excited. I think it is going would to you, be terrible. Would you bungee jump? And hilarious. Well, that's the thing is they can ask me to do anything. They could ask me. They could say... Hey, I paid for you to, to bungee jump, to skydive. If someone to, is going to make you do something like that, do they have to pay it? Yeah, you can't part be forced to pay anything. Got so, it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I like that rule. So I guess, I mean, this could be anything, man. This could mm. literally be anything. And I think we're going to get together at the beginning of the day, announce what each of us are doing. You get one veto, mm-hmm. but you have to do it in real time. Like you have to hear one and then veto One veto per it. year or in your yeah, life? per year. And then... Per uh, person? Yeah. One veto per year per person? No. So, like, I hear Connor tell me what to do that day, yeah. and I can veto it or accept it, but I don't know yet what Dave or Dan have told me what to do. Yeah. And so I can't go back and veto Connor's if I accept it. I have to then. So, I, I personally get one veto I get to use. Got it. Okay. Um, but then the other part of this is that, uh, you know, for, again, better or worse, uh, I could be asked to do literally any anything, right? And... That could be something embarrassing or it could be something very extreme, like what you just said, bungee jumping, mm-hmm. skydiving. How would you feel about those requests? Um, I'm afraid to give out too much information about how I feel about anything because I don't want them to have intel or ideas. Yeah, I think that's I would enough. do both I, of those things, although that's pretty expensive. So if someone they are committed pretty to pricey. That, I would do it. I, I, bungee jumping is actually harder to find. I've been looking for a bungee jumping I'm, I'm actually curious for a long time. what you think about the concept of Purple Day. Because I feel like you typically come with a lot of questions. Do you think it's a good idea or fun idea? Funny yeah, idea I, at the very I, least. Well, so I've already started to ask some of the questions. What are the rules? Yeah. Um, who would, you know, if, 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 if I was given an action, do I have to pay for it? Right. Well, um, I, I don't want to spend the whole episode talking about Purple Day, but I yeah. am curious. Do you think that that's a funny idea? Because I think it's I do. I think, I think it's, it's a lot. I 
I really like it. Um, the veto, I guess I like the veto, although I think the veto can be messy. Like if there, if there's rules, if there's already rules in place, then why do you need a veto? Uh, I think it just gives you one that you can, it kind of, kind of makes it interesting. Cause it's like, there's rules in place to protect against, uh, to protect against, like things like you, that would it, it rules in place to protect it, but against it not no longer being fun. Yeah. But then the veto would be like your own personal protection against something that you feel like is too too much for you to. It's do. a singular day, right? Yeah, purple day. So I feel like that the singular day you should all have to come in with demands per person. That's what we're and, doing, and present it. Well, oh, you would say, well, you said like you wouldn't know, like if you veto Connor, you wouldn't necessarily know what the next one's going to be. I feel like I feel like you need to look at your list of six. All at once. Like, everyone's got to present the list of... That's what we're doing. Okay. But it's... Uh, but... To, so, so picture us all at a breakfast table, mm-hmm. beginning of Purple Day. Yep. And Dan says, okay, this year, Dave, you're going to do this. Do you accept or veto? And Dave has to decide on the spot if he's accepting or vetoing, but he doesn't know what I'm going to tell him to do or Connor's going to tell him to do. Yeah. So, he doesn't know if he should save his veto, use it, whatever. And then, let's say he accepts and Dan says, okay, Connor, I'm going to have you do this. And then chat, and then it okay, just keeps got going it. around. So it's not like it, it, like the list of demands don't get delivered to everyone at the same time. No, it's you. You have to decide right away. Am I going to use my veto now, not knowing what the other two requests are okay. going to be? The only reason, and then that you I, can't go back and veto if you didn't yeah, do it in real time. The only reason that I, I feel like doesn't that present like a draft order of sorts that you would want to. The the only reason that um all right we're not gonna get into the minutia of it but that's what that's no, one question that I have well no I, let's not get into the minutia of but it. I we can think, leave it at this we, this we have fun. yet to determine the order of who says things and yeah. that does matter and right. so we did say that there will be a way as Purple Day approaches that will determine who okay. has to say what first because I like the idea of just like everyone gets their list of demands like here is all Chet six yeah but then I have all of them in front of me no I only have three three one from each guy I don't know why I said six that's okay math is tough man um. But, th- yeah, but I feel like you should just open them up. But then I, I get to decide if I'm going to veto. I have all three of them in front of me. That's easier on me. It should be harder on me. I should have to really sweat over whether or not I'm going to veto them in real time. Yeah, but then Don't I worry. We already got this all the figured order. out. But you know what? It does It does feel very much like the movie uh, Tag. It's partly inspired by that. Yeah. I fi- you know, I, it sounded that might be the case. And I do really like the idea. Um, like, I like that idea. I think life needs more reasons uh, for us to not lose our childhood joy. Agreed. Agreed. So uh, I give you credit. Thank you, sir. Um, Now, why I wasn't invited? Am I upset? Don't worry about it. It's fine. I'm not worried Um, about it. It doesn't sound like you are. Um, But I do. I really like the concept. And I guess the only other question I'd have is how long do you have to get the request done? Because I... Yeah, that's a great question. I wouldn't want it to be longer than a month. No, it's everything's confined to the day. Oh, everything's everything's confined to to Purple Day. Oh, but that's hard. Yeah, exactly. But you have to also be creative about what tasks you're giving. But let's say say that it was skydiving. Then you have to do it that day. It's like, I've scheduled this thing for you today. You have to obviously, if you're challenging someone with something... You also have to do some prep work. That also makes vetoing hard because if yeah, I if I sca- exactly so you got to be creative when you're coming up with these things for people. But the other thing is like if someone said, "Well, I got, I booked bungee jumping in New Hampshire and I booked I booked skydiving in Orange, Massachusetts." No, I know that. So that's the, first of all. Again, you really think that someone's gonna? The point is, 
on that day. We're I gonna, think it should be doable listen, for all the requests. Listen, yeah. we're going to do it all confined to that day. We're going to sit there and figure out the most sensible logistical plan for the day after everyone's accepted their 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 commands. Mm. Be like, all right, we have to do this at this point and this at this point because then we have to drive here and do this. It's a full day activity. It's a full day thing, purple day. It's an event. And as is the case with a lot of things like this, they tend to pick up steam over the years. Similar to when I wake up Connor every year when September ends. Mm -hmm. That prank has now involved more and more people every year. Mm -hmm. And I imagine that Purple Day will also gain steam. I think we should move on, though. I do. I think we should move on with this. I see in your head there's wheels spinning. I want to hear all of those things. I'm not sure our listeners do. So let's move on. Lyndon for sure has quit the show after listening to us just now. The so pur Purple Day? Let's see if we can in? convince it. Let's see if we can convince him that we actually can talk about movies and that he's he should stay on the show. All right, so let's let's move on. All right, let's try. So we're going to look at obscure movie 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 facts. 10 of them. You good? I I feel real good. Uh obscure movie facts, 10 of them. Okay? Ready. So these are some of them are funny, some of them are just kind of unique, I guess. No real rhyme or reason to them, but I picked 10. And similar to how we've done things before, I'm going to read something off, and Rodney, you get to do what you do best, which is comment on the fly. <laughs> is, is it what I do best, or is it the only thing I ever do? I, I don't know that those two things are separate. Uh, all right, first one. Wookiee suits. You know what Wookiees are? Yeah, Star Wars, yes, right? Wookiee suits are made from human hair. Gross. Yeah, gross. Real gross. I hate that one. First of all, not only just gross, like people could use that. Like, people donate hair to other human beings for valid causes. We're going to use it for Wookiee suits? Get out of town. Use synthetic. Okay. Jeez, I didn't know you were so uh, George Lucas. impassioned. George Lucas. About this. Stop wasting people's hair. Well, speaking of hair, the next one, since we're just going to move on right past that one, that was kind of gross. The next one, uh, in every single one of his appearances as James Bond, Sean Connery wore a wig. I never knew that. Like, hmm. I know old man Sean Connery is bald. Yeah, so was he bald? He was as, bald. Or balding. Can I ask you a question on, on balding? Um, Please do. If you... So, like, I feel like... I don't know what your hereditary... You just got to buzz pattern it. ...pattern is, but... You just got to buzz it. Yeah, like, how how far before it's too far and you buzz it? Oh, I think... I think, inevitably, you try to hang on a little too long. Mm -hmm. uh, I think everyone probably does. Mm-hmm. And by the time you realize it's time to buzz, it's about two years too late. Okay. And another question. What to you would be the worst kind of balding to have? I don't like know. Pattern. Like, so, you know, because you could like have receding hairline. You have like yeah. the, the, the bald, back, spot, in the the bald back. spot in the back. Uh -huh. uh, what, which, are, what are which other one? kinds? Um, I think patchy baldness. If you're I don't know if that's an actual one. Thing. I think you got to choose the, the bald spot in the back, right? Oh my god! To. How much? It's basically. It was just basically a way of getting to talking about how how sucky would it be to recognize all of a sudden that you were balding in the back, like if your front was killing it, and you were like, "Man, my hair is great." Well, you know when you would know. It's like when you get a haircut and they like put the mirror behind you, like, "Does that look good?" And then you're like, "Oh man, holy!" You what know, I, yeah. But I'm thinking like, what if in a situation you didn't ever see it until like you just kept like you had a really nice barber. Who had a way of just showing you your hair in in a, in a good light? I do have a really nice barber. You know them. You know yeah, them. We go yeah. To we, the same barber. We go to the same. We do go to the same barber shop. Yeah. Um, 
I just feel like that one's got to be like a kick in the teeth. Like, man, my front's killing it, but what do I got to buzz it now because I got this thing in the back? That one I get the spray paint can for the back of the head. No, I get it. never the spray paint can. I'm not saying I would can. get it, but I'm no. just saying I get it. No. I understand it. I'm not saying I would get the can. You might as well. So what about the idea, though, that they were so committed to him, Sean Connery, that, you know, because I, like, I feel like James Bond as a, as a, as a character can't be I mean, bald. Let's be honest. James Bond, James Bond is a character. If you look at all the people who have played him, he's basically a model. Because mm-hmm. it's it, something that's been true about James Bond movies is product placement, whether it be yeah. watches or what, cars yeah, yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever. And so, or suits. Mm-hmm. So, y- you need someone to look the look. Yeah. Right? I got to say, what, this. what about the commitment to him? You, well, there are no other options. Was Daniel Craig ever bald, though? He doesn't have a lot of hair, right? I mean, He's got hair. I get what you're saying. I know what you're saying. He's not Pierce Brosnan. He's not. He doesn't have like a like a like a. By the way, Pierce Brosnan, the most devilishly good looking James Bond that ever existed. Yes. Hmm. Without exception. what are my other what are my other choices? I guess you know, Idris Elba is rumored to be the next James Bond. Oh yeah, he, I would take him all day. Oh yeah, I know. But you know what, Daniel Craig, like I I get why he's probably appealing to women, but is it unfair for me to say like this isn't like a jealousy thing? It. I remember when I first watched it, I kind of thought kinda like it feels like now it's a jealousy thing. If you have I, to say I, it, I feel like I say it like because it I'm going to lean into it. Like I'm, I welcome anybody to to confront me on that fact. But yep. it, it's it's more so the the first time I saw it, I kind of thought like, I mean, yeah, he's in like really great shape, but he's super old. <laughs> you know, like I kind of was like looking at him and thinking like he definitely feels weathered. Like if I were a villain, weathered is said, a better word because we have an older audience at times too, Rodney. So, I don't yeah, think that they would I'm think saying for Daniel like, Craig like, is old. Yeah, but I'm saying I, like for the idea of like, hey, this is I, I'm going to fight this guy on the train. Like, yeah, scoot out of the way, oldie. You're fine. Like, I'm tossing you off. Weathered is a better is a better word. Uh, so yeah, you wanted to talk about a lot of things other than the fact that Sean Connery wore a wig, but I think that's fascinating. I never knew that. I never knew that. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a, a pretty good one. It's it kind of. I have to. I I can't even. I can't picture any of those right now, but. Like any of the ones that he actually played. What's yeah. that? What's what's? Do you have Russia with Love? Okay. There's, I mean, really the 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 like original famous classic ones. I wonder right? how old he was then. I mean, Sean Connery, I think, has been sixty years old for at least fifty years. I kind of think so too. I don't think he's ever not been. Actually, did you know that he's only twelve years older than uh, Harrison Ford, and that's significant because they act alongside each other in uh, the third Indiana Jones movie, and he plays his father, but he looks like he's. A hundred oh, years older. Oh yeah. Than no, Harrison you're Ford. right. Yeah. He's like twelve years older. Yeah, he absolutely plays the father well. Yeah, that's a good example too. Indiana like that's that's an older movie and he yeah. looked like a sixty year old man then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Weird. Anyway. Uh all right, this next one takes a little setup. Um do you remember the scene in the Dark Knight when they have the dinner party, the Joker shows up, he's like eating the like off yeah. the you know, kebab or whatever he's got mm-hmm. in his hand. And uh, he kind of makes his first appearance. He like shoots the gun in the air, and mm-hmm. you know that scene. If you watch it, uh, and I, I now I want to watch this again now knowing now knowing this fact, uh, Michael Caine, or as I call him, who's cocaine, Rodney? Michael Caine. <laughs> Uh, Michael Caine had Michael we make Caine. far too many drug references. I feel like in this, Michael Caine had uh, lines in that scene. But if you watch, and now I want again, I want to go back and look at this. When uh, when Heath Ledger's Joker walked in the room, Michael Caine was supposed to say something, and he didn't because it was the first time he had seen Heath Ledger's Joker in costume or in makeup, and uh, he forgot what he was supposed to say. He was so blown away 
by the the visual, by the appearance hmm. of what many people agree is one of the greatest if not the greatest yeah acting performances i feel like the lore of heath ledger's joker continues to live on right yeah like that may not be true what i just said but like it feels like we want that to be true yeah like that's that's exactly what i feel i don't think it's not true but i also feel like people would so badly want it to be true that like he was so blown away. This, yeah, and Michael this Caine polished, feels like yeah, the polished, polished, you know, never like, misses the yeah, line. Was so blown away that, that he even he was freaked out. But if you like, there is a screenshot I saw of of like the moment when you know he sees him, and you can yeah. see his face, and you're like, okay, I either he's doing a really good job acting at being blown away, or he's legitimately blown away. The only problem with trying to make that determination is that these people get paid millions of dollars to, to do that out. exact same <laughs> yeah. thing. So I don't know what to say about it other yep. than that. That's true. All right, next one. In the movie The Departed, or I mean The Departed. The Departed. Yeah, sorry, what did I say? Uh, I think, what is this? Okay, yeah, Jack Nicholson pulled a real gun <laughs> on Leo DiCaprio, uh, even though it wasn't in the script. He thought the scene wasn't intense enough. So he pulled a real gun. I That's knew exactly that was going to be exactly what you eyes. really want as an actor. Oh, but this wasn't intense enough. So I actually bashed you over the head with this actual heavy gun. If, I mean, I'm, if I'm Leo DiCaprio, I don't be like, think he bashed him on the head, but I think he pulled the real gun on him and held it at him. I mean, if it's not loaded, then whatever. But what if you're, I mean, yeah, but if I mean, you're why is there a real gun on? Like, why is there a real that, gun within reach? That's my question. That is the question. Where did he get it? Why did he have it? I mean, was it like they just had real guns on set, Maybe. and he decided to just like grab it? Like, meaning like as part of the scene? I, I can't no picture idea. the scene, but I don't know. Something, something. A part of me wouldn't be surprised if Nicholson was always packing heat. Yeah, and also he's the last guy you actually want pulling a gun on you because you're like. If there's a bullet in there, there's a chance he wants to just click. Like he's, yeah. There's a chance he's fidgety enough yeah. to pull the trigger. But you know what? Guys like that, I feel like, would love to have the story told about how like he was so into character, he shot a man. Like I feel I like he would nobody love, would want to have shot, that. <laughs> killed, but like killed shot him. Leo DiCaprio in the arm or something. You know, the thing I'm most proud of. Oh, this is actually a pretty good Nicholson. I lost it. Ah. Is the day I killed Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, no, you lost it. You definitely lost uh, it. Sorry. Well, speaking of Leo DiCaprio, it's a good segue to the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Django Unchained. Jenga. Nope. In J- Django Unchained is probably a different movie. I doubt it's, it stars Leo DiCaprio. Just stars, you know, some regular old college kids it probably, playing a big old game of Jenga. It probably stars Frankie Muniz. Oh, yeah. Oh, he would love to he be in He would that be movie. in Jenga Something tells Unchained. me he'd be good at it, too. Like, what is Jenga Unchained about? Like, competitive Jenga players? Yeah. A or, college tournament. Frankie Muniz, like, even at 42 years old or whatever he is now, he would still play the he'd college kid. He'd be the kid, college kid. And he'd be believable. Oh, for sure. Unless anyway, he's bolting. <laughs> Jenga Unchained, uh, starring Leo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. So, there's a scene where, uh, you know, his character... Kind of it all. I don't want to spoil anything if you've never seen the movie, but there's a, a moment where he's kind of being duped, and then he realizes he's being duped, and he has this great sort of monologue at a dinner table in this very tense scene. And as a part of the scene, he smashes a skull, like a human skull that he had as decoration. He smashes a skull on the table, and uh, actually, in real life, in doing so, he cut himself very badly and was actually bleeding. 
like real life Leo DiCaprio blood, which I bet I bet would sell very for a lot on, oh, yeah. on the market. Yeah, unfortunately, Leo DiCaprio blood. But he he legitimately cut himself by smashing the the skull on the table and just kept on acting in the scene. But here's the gross part: if you think back to that scene, now that you know that there's a lot of blood, and at one point he wipes it all over the face of the love interest of Django in that scene. Mm. So the actress had to hold her role it's, as it's, she was probably real like, blood was being wiped all over her this face. This fake blood smells a lot like real blood. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, blood does have a distinct... I don't like the smell of blood. Props like to, a lot of blood. You know, it's like has that like iron smell. Props like to, uh, to, to Leo for just continuing with the scene after cutting himself that bad. I guess he needed stitches after. Yeah. But dude, I mean, and and also this was during the time do you where think he, he that didn't he have did. the Oscar yet. Do you remember yeah. like pre-Oscar Leo, where he was doing all these things to try to get the Oscar? <laughs> he was doing every role, he possibly and everyone's could like, "Oh, he should have got the Oscar for Wall, yeah. Wall Street." And then he had to eat like a bison heart in uh, what's it called, the Revenant? Revenant. And then he got the Oscar. So like that was pre-Oscar. So he was doing a lot of things. They were like, "Okay, all right, fine. we'll give you one, the bison heart." But anyway, yeah. So I mean, I think the real hero of that scene is is the actress whose name escapes me. I can't even. Pay. I, I I remember the had blood wipes on her face. I can't think of. Wait. Oh, the actress's name escaped you. Yeah. Is that because you don't you don't care for women? I don't like this narrative that's developing. <laughs> I don't like this. I kind of like it. <laughs> don't. What's the next one? Uh, in The Hangover, mm-hmm. Ed Helms mm-hmm. is actually missing a tooth. Uh, he actually has a permanent implant when he was a teen. He got that when he was a teenager, and he had his dentist remove it for the filming of The Hangover. But oh. I've always I've always wondered about that because have you ever seen uh, other movies with with characters who you know have a missing tooth? Yeah, and it look it's like wait a minute, how do they do that? I've thought it before. There's a lot of things like makeup wise, like I know like bald cast and all. There's a lot of things that they do. Like how do they make the Wookiee suits look so real? No, it almost looks like human See, hair. To me, it's like no the the more subtle the more subtle it is, the more impressive it is. Because, like you said, like if it's one singular tooth, it just doesn't. It's like, yeah, but how do you? Are you putting something on? Just like they put the right. What, they remove the mustache off like if, of Superman the whole time. Like, like if it, you were to look at them straight on, and you're like, okay, it's probably just like a black piece or yeah. like a green piece that they green screen. Yeah. But like, then when you look and turn to the side, and there's dimension to yeah. it, and you're like, well, how do they do that? Yeah, it does. It. It. I, I'm with you. Strikes me. Yeah. So I, I'm sure they were relieved. Like, oh, oh. great. Oh, you, you have a missing tooth? Oh, well, yeah. Or, or, there, the or, or there was some guy that was like so excited. Hey, I'm getting another one of those missing tooth jobs. I am the known missing tooth <laughs> effects guy <laughs> yeah. in Hollywood. I'm going to pay for another year of LA rent on this Ed Helms missing tooth. Wait, what? He has a real <laughs> missing tooth? Oh, God. All right. So street. next one. Uh, by the way. I hope everyone's okay with my voice sounding as it does. I feel like it's teetering on sounding smoother than normal, but also just absolutely grating against like nails on a chalkboard. So uh, I think it's fine. Appreciate the patience. Uh, all right. So the big scene in Pulp Fiction. You don't know that they're giving you patience. Where? Yeah, it's true. I mean, I appreciate it from you. Someone's bashing their yeah. head against the steering wheel. Shut him up. <laughs> Why can't they switch roles just for one episode? Uh, that would be Lyndon. Uh, all right. The big scene in Pulp Fiction. Where Vincent, played by, wow, Vin, my my brain is not is betraying me right now. 
John Travolta. Thank you. When Vincent, played by Tra- uh, John Travolta, stabs Mia in the heart with played a needle. Played by who? Oh gosh. Oh, it doesn't know the actress's name. I, Big surprise. I'll tell you. You know Uma the Thurman. Uma Thurman. You know the uh, the 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 mental fog that sets in, like when you have a cold. I work it's a job. the mental fog that sets in when you drink old man drink. No, Rodney. I've never thought and felt more clear than when I have my old man drink. Anyway. Keep going. Uh, so, yeah. The big scene in Pulp Fiction where Vincent, played by John Travolta, stabs Mia, played by Uma Thurman, in the heart with a needle was actually shot in reverse. So, really, John Travolta was pulling the needle out of her. Still, oh. she was stabbed by a needle at some point. That make I, that's pretty interesting. But if you're gonna have her stabbed in a needle, I can see like uh you know carefully, slowly inserting the needle versus the aggressive, violent act of actually stabbing. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I can see them doing it that way. And it's pretty it clever. That is clever. Actually, one of the more clever things I'd ever seen. Tarantino, on Inst- man, he's got a bright future ahead of him. Although, if you're Uma Thurman, don't you say like, wait, the needle actually has to be in my chest? Like, can we? Is there anything else we can do? <laughs> There's got to be some other way that we can go about this, right? I, you're asking me. I don't know. But I don't what, even know her name. But that is does make sense. Like you can much more violently. I once on Instagram saw a very clever video that was incredibly well choreographed. I know what you're going to say. Of like it looked like people had jumped an extremely truck, high right? distance. Yeah. And they had really just jumped off and then reversed the video. Yeah. But the coordination of the way they did it made it look very convincing. We Look live in a very deceptive age. Sean Johnson, the Rodney. gymnast. That That's who it was? That's who it was. Oh, wow. Next. Next. Uh, the movie Psycho. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Have you ever seen that? Psycho? Uh, just the just just the notable parts, not the actual. I go through phases where I'll, I'll say like, wow, I haven't watched any Hitchcock films. I better watch all of them. And uh, I did that once. I watched Psycho. I watched Vertigo. I watched The Birds. All of those. Seen all the birds that just freaked me out as a kid. Vertigo is my favorite because it had layers to it. It was a good story. Anyway, uh, Psycho was released in black and white. That's it's interesting to me because his other films, though the more notable ones, are not black and white. So the fact that Psycho was, uh, I guess, was not just a random fact. What this is telling us here is that Psycho was released in black and white because of the famous shower scene when mm-hmm. she gets stabbed. Yeah. Uh, it was at the time considered too gory, and so he had to put it in black and white. So there wasn't the, bl- so the like, blood. So the wasn't blood red. wasn't red. Yeah. Hmm. Is that? Interesting? I feel like I did know that actually. I think my dad told me that a long time ago. Do you, one of those uh, trivia facts, movie trivia facts? What does that mean about the human psyche? What like does that now? No, no, no. What does that mean about like? No, not now. I mean, I guess there is a whole conversation about like the, what we were allowed like to see back desensitized then. Desensitized yeah. nature of our culture, but what about? Uh, the fact that someone watching that would not would not question the fact that it's blood, but the fact that it's black and white versus red it makes a huge difference. Is that interesting? Yeah, it is. It is kind of interesting. Um, like it's not like anyone would have been confused. Like, oh, was that blood? I can't tell. It was black and white. I'm not sure. Hershey syrup, maybe. Could have been uh, blood. Could have been Hershey syrup. Yeah, I guess it. it there is something that is, I guess, less less emotion. I mean, you know, like all colors have a way of affecting our brain. So I do think that there is something that tones it down a bit without, without audio, just like sound, you know, like, I feel like even if you were to turn down sound, turn up or turn down sound, even if you could hear it, I think 
how loud something was would affect it. No, I get that. I mean, I remember watching The Patriot with Mel Gibson, mm-hmm. which is one of my all-time favorites, Down with the British, Lyndon. Uh, and I remember seeing it, the movie version, there's a scene where he attacks with like tomahawks and he's like chopping at somebody and there's blood splattering on his face. But then if you watch it on the like the TV, like TBS version, it's mud. They like dub it over or like, you know, edit it to where it's brown. Really? It's like he's chopping and yeah. instead of splattering blood on his face, it's brown. It's supposed yeah. to look like mud. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that it changes it. Like the our act brain itself says is like, no different. Oh, like yeah. if you're a kid, like if, like if they're changing it, you know, the TV rules, right? Of like what is or is not allowed typically has younger audiences in mind or, or family in mind, right? And so the idea of like, well, I know that he's still hacking this British soldier to death. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's brown splattering on him instead of red. Yeah, is, I think it just uh, somehow means more like, tolerable. Yeah, just means like your brain goes like, huh. I'm sure it's going poorly for that person, but this mud doesn't seem to bother my brain nearly as much as it would if I knew it was that guy's blood. All right, so we get two more. All right, two more. Uh, So Ryan Gosling was originally casted for his role in The Notebook. So two weeks in a row talking about Ryan Gosling, two weeks in a row talking about The Notebook. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was casted because the director wanted someone who was not too handsome. Interesting. Is that interesting? Because yeah. the reason that's interesting is because he's now considered or has been considered, you know, one of the Quite more handsome. leading handsome men in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But despite the fact that he was a defensive liability and remember the Titans. Do you wonder? I mean, so sometimes I think uh, people get better looking with age. I I, th- I think right? you have gotten better looking with age. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, wow. I knew you in fifth grade and you were not a sight for sore eyes. You were You were tough to look at. <laughs> Wait, a sight for Sora. Oh, God. oh, sight for sore eyes is a compliment. Yeah, even though it sounds. You did have the bleach blonde tips. I mean, you were a regular slim shady. I was. It was fifth grade. Yeah, did I have in the fifth? I think I might have waited a little bit sixth, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, so but uh, I feel like it's that. But then sometimes I feel like you got to be really skeptical of people as they get like older in Hollywood because. I think that some of the procedures and stuff that people go, I look but at Tom Brady. He doesn't look different. He doesn't look. No, different I guess not. But I look at Tom Brady, and I think sometimes, like between his teeth and his hair in particular. Well, I, he went through phases there where his hair was a reg- He was he was turning into a regular Sean Connery. Yeah, th- that hair. There's no way that Tom Brady's hair is real. The greatest comeback I'm sorry. of all time. I love. Obviously, I love another one. Like I love Tom Brady. Yeah, that hair is not real. There is some weird magic happening with that yeah. hair. Well, but, his diet is very specific. I don't think it's hair. I don't think that, that brings tomatoes. back your hair. But um, anyway, no, I just thought that was interesting. Like, yeah. like, you know, casting, he was supposed to be like a regular dude. Hmm. All right. So we're in the last one. Yeah. Last I've one. got a trivia fact for you as we approach the last one. Okay. Um, and it applies. Can't wait. <clears throat> Do you know why uh, they call movie trailers trailers? No. Because. No, Rodney, I don't know. Because they actually used to come at the end. So they used to play all trailers at the end of a movie. They would see, then show previews of next movie. So they would call them movie trailers. They would trail movie. the movie. You'd go yep. see a movie. So mm-hmm. when was this? Like 50s, 60s? I don't know the, the era. I just recently heard it and I thought I'd bring it under the show. Wow. I didn't do more preparation. Yeah. Well, just normal preparation of my day-to-day life that I learned. I got I to level with you, Rodney. Uh, I'm blown away. It's stuck. It's a weird one to stick. Oh, I'm not blown away by that. I'm blown away by the fact that you came prepared with anything for the show. I mean, I come prepared with my brain. Yeah. I always do. 
Right. No, that's not dangerous, which is good. <laughs> and so anyway, trailer. Next time next time you hear the word trailer, just remember, this used to come after the movie. Huh. The more you know. Uh last last uh last obscure fact. The trailer, if you will. The trailer of our facts. That was wow. I'll tell you, your segue game has been strong. You know, I, I, I was trying to figure out when I was going to drop this fact, and I realized somewhere midstream, probably had to tune you out for a little while as I was thinking about it, but I figured out that was the place. I mean, of all the people in your life, I probably know you second best, best to yeah, second you're, best. I mean, you right? know, people who live with me get to see a, a side of me, I think, I know different than, uh, idiosyncrasies and subtle things about you and the smirk you have on your face right now. You've never been more proud during a down the hall episode. I mean, maybe just, during an episode. I was going to say, I've been more proud. The high, the high of bringing something prepared to this. I hope you chase that feeling. I hope that you bring more to the show from, from here on out. I feel good about what I bring. Okay, last one. This is also like a... It, I felt like it was tied to the Ryan Gosling one. It's a, it's a director, you know, casting decision. Mm-hmm. Does it feature a woman? No. Okay, just curious. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Listeners, take note. (laughs) I really hate this narrative. (laughs) We're building it, baby. All right. I have one more fact after this. Uh, I'm going to come up with one. Uh, All right. This one. OJ Simpson uh, was was supposed to play the Terminator. I'm going to let that sit there for a second. Okay. Uh, But James Cameron thought that his persona was too pleasant to portray such a dark character. Interesting. Because when was the first Terminator? This is before OJ would have been on uh, trial, right? I would guess. So I'm going to guess, and then we're going to look. So I'm going to guess it was 1984. That seems too early. but and So it was like 92 to 4, something like that, that OJ was on trial? Yes. So um, I feel like that's what I've heard, too. As a kid, I was always confused because 1984, all I knew- Terminator. Oh, nice job. Nice wow. job. Um, yeah, I was always confused but because I didn't know OJ Simpson was a football player. I just knew him as somebody that was like a like an illegal battle and then i remember being told like oh he was actually a football player it's like oh weird and then also he was an actor afterwards but he was a really lovable like funny actor right and well, like he was the in like the gun naked and, gun yeah the naked yeah. gun movies yeah L- what is his name liam neeson liam neeson leslie no leslie nielsen wait well yeah leslie was nielsen. leslie nielsen right yes but don't call me shirley that's him yes um yeah and but you're saying the irony of all of that is he well supposedly i don't need to explain the irony i think you he was not convicted but everyone seems to believe that he definitely killed people so his persona was plenty dark enough yeah 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 have you come up with uh an obscure fact for women yet Uh, i have one okay uh the recent movie oceans eight Mm-hmm. This is an obscure fact. Ocean's Eight, female-led cast, is a spinoff of Ocean's Eleven. If you didn't know that, now you know. So basically, what you're the fact that you thought was important to bring is that I just you, don't you like just, this narrative. You just want to I, say women copy men. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like what <laughs> I'm you, trying to. I'm trying to stack it up. I, last week, I tried to play it off like it was nothing. It affected me. I haven't slept right <laughs> since. Oh, good. You're not sleeping anymore. <laughs> no, definitely not. It's not like you have any, a, a big important event coming up in your life. All right. So pur- you mean Purple Day? Yeah. Purple Day. We talked about Purple Day. We talked about obscure facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what we're left with when we don't Wait, have now, London. Wait, now, do you think of important days? Do you think of Purple Day 
above your wedding day because one involves all men and the other one involves a woman? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Can we end here? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We got to get a couple episodes ready to go for when I'm uh from when I'm I'm getting married. For when you're on my honeymoon. Yeah. Do you know that that's with a woman that you're going to be honeymooning? You can't your wait. Your future man. wife? I can't wait. It's going to be the best day of my life. Yeah. I can't wait. Can't maybe wait. Until, until she hears this narrative, maybe she'll I tell you. She did say, "Chess, why are you recording tonight? You're going to sound awful." Would, I still it, think I sound like a late night like when I hear speak now or forever hold your peace. All I'm going to say is just raise my hand and go like I just for the record I want to Chet doesn't like women. <laughs> Everyone will be confused by what it means. And I'll say, in, in my defense, Rodney also doesn't like women. <laughs> and say. no one will be confused. <laughs> All right. That's Rodney. I'm Chet. We really need Lyndon back. Uh, and we promise we'll get back to uh, recommending movie nights for you. We've started doing some more research about what's streamable, both on Netflix and Amazon Prime. Also, HBO Go. Yeah. Just start blowing up his Twitter. Don't blow up my spot. Not uh, yours. No, no, no. Oh, Lyndon's. Lyndon's. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, don't At say L. Wells film. This narrative I don't want to take to social media. No, I just want this. This is a gift to you, listeners. Well, for us to just note anytime we can to find this narrative, I think it'll be fun. I'm sure they appreciate it. Good we'll night. catch you next week. We are down the hall, guys. Down the hall podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Down the Hall Guys, Facebook, Instagram. You can oh, listen to wait. us on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, or SoundCloud. And uh, Rodney seems to have something. Last else. episode, I talked about my milk aftertaste. Yeah. Ivy. Your pretty, milky aftertaste. I mean, I linger, but the fact that everything I drink leaves a milk aftertaste, Ivy very immediately said, wait, you don't actually know what that is? That's really easy. It just means that you don't have enough iron. So tonight, Chad, I want to go get a steak yep. and some spinach. Okay. Iron in your system. Just to load up on iron. Iron man. I went to a juice store. You'd be Iron Man too. Cold pressed juice. And I, I asked like, do you guys have any vegetables back there that you could just like press just spinach for me? And the guy said, no, man, we just have the ones we already made. <laughs> you know said, that. Okay, uh, I'll take one of them. You know, you can get vegetables other places too. I'll show you. There's these things called grocery stores. Uh, it's like when you order out every day, but instead you can go and pick your own food and then make it yourself. It's, it's, it's wild. No, I'm not, I'm not into it. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll catch you guys next week. Love you guys. We will. Blue Apron uh, will never be a we'll, sponsor. We'll do everything we can to uh, get you a movie night recommendation next week. You can catch us, like, like I said, on Twitter. On Facebook, you go to our website, downthehallpodcast.com. Scroll down and recommend, recommend a movie for us. Did to you watch. feel the need to do that again a second time for them? Just in case I forgot. Third time's a charm. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, etc. Shut Love up. You guys. See you next week.